Somebody's going to go bridge here. It's better time. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Gombridge Podcast, episode 52. My name is Andrew Gardner, joined alongside by Alex Clawson and Steve Brady. Boys, how are we doing today? Turn on the lights, fellas. It's time for Gone Bridge. Throwback to that, if you remember that. You're a real one. OG status. Extremely OG. I'm feeling happy. You know why? Because I've been seeing a lot of the happiest color in the world. And that is a nice, bright yellow. And what comes with that bright yellow, Andrew and Boston? Sunshine. Sunshine. And wins. And wins. That's what I was looking for. And wins, Nice socks wins. The socks have been winning a lot. In fact, last last Friday we go to the game. They're wearing the yellow jerseys, right? We're like, all right, this is nice. Nice little, I believe we said change of pace, maybe. Something like that. Cleanse the palate a little bit. Yeah. Even Xander said, he's like, you kind of get a little bored of the red, a little bit bored of the blue, you know, the yellow spice things up, the baby hats looking sexy on the field. Like just kind of changes the way you feel. Xander said, I know we're not the yellow socks, but we're winning right now. Dude, no free ads, but I saw a yellow socks shirt put out on Twitter today. I mean, I don't know how much how much more my bank account can take, but it's certainly I'm certainly close to buying that shirt. But anyways, uh, yeah, so cleanse the palate a little bit. You know, we talked about it a lot last episode and we talked about it at the game. We were like, hey, these jerseys are kind of cool. You know, they're the best. You know, some people like them. Some people don't. But the Red Sox end up sweeping the Orioles, which we'll talk a little bit more about. And then comes out that the players are like, hey, we're, we're not taking these off until we lose. We're going we're to keep them on. And why would they? Well, Steve, I, I have something to tell you, actually. Oh, please. Yeah, so they played a two-game series against the, the Metropolitans of Nueva York. For sure. Won both of them in the yellow jerseys. Both of them? Both of them. That's not Some people bad. would call it a sweep. I, I would also call it a sweep, a short sweep, but it still awesome. counts. Clausen? Um, I heard a, a fun fact today on Twitter. Apparently, uh, wait, 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 wait. On a scale of one to ten, how fun? I mean, I, it's fun, but it's not like blow your socks off fun. Okay, all right, ready um, to hear it. If if it weren't seven fifteen p.m. as of time of recording, I would certainly call the MLB offices to confirm. But apparently, according to Twitter. If the Sox, when the Sox make it to the playoffs, they can continue to wear those yellow jerseys if they do so, please. Yeah, so, I want to talk about that for a minute. I mean, not not that the Twitter machine is is gospel here, but the Sox may never lose again. Here, let's establish real quick the order in which we want to tackle, I would say, the three main things right now. Do we want to talk about the last two series? Do we want to talk about the remaining strength of schedule and we want to talk about the wild card game i want to talk about yellow jerseys till i die steve all right so let's go back to where it all started i want to be be buried in a yellow jersey actually did you guys did you guys hear the news out of boston what they're so we, we talked about the t last week we gave our little power rankings they're literally recoloring the green line to the yellow line because of the red Sox. is that so 
Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm an incredible, incredibly credible news source out of Boston. So you should obviously believe me. Probably going to be a lot of public urination over there. Probably. Oh, the urination line. That could be the nickname. Yellow line. Yeah. What'd you say? What were you going to say, Clausen? Um, did you also find that information on Twitter? Yeah. Well, I mean, everything you find on Twitter is a thousand percent true, right? It has to be. I mean, it's on the internet. It's got to be true. No one lies on the internet, especially Twitter. Especially not us. No, never. If we say something, it's probably true. It's probably true. And like when we said we were switching to a Royals podcast, totally true, right? We didn't. I, like don't, even, have... I, I don't want to go back to that. That was a that was a rough time. I can't believe people actually reached out to us and were like, wait, you guys aren't Red Sox fans anymore? Wow. Yeah, the whole thing. Wild. Anyways, uh, so, yeah, what do we want to tackle here first? Baltimore Let's, series. Baltimore, Baltimore series. series. Well, we talked about the first game already, the game that we were at. Red Sox smacked them. We yeah. had a fun time. That was that. Then, the next day, you know what they did, Steve and Clausen? They smacked them again? They smacked them again. They smacked them again. Literally, palm right to the side of the face. Smacked them. Then notable that game, wait, notable for game two. It was a uh, 9-3 dub, obviously, because we smacked him. That sounds like a smacking to me if I've ever heard one. But Tanner Houck, believe he came out of the bullpen that game. He did. First career win? Am, Not, well, first, first win of the year. First win of the, yeah. of the year. Okay. First win of the year. He's acted more as a starter than a reliever <laughs> this year. And as soon as he comes out of the bullpen – Fucking chalk, chalks up the first win. Yeah, how wild is that? I mean, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of the win stat at all. And I mean, if you, if you are a fan of the win stat, I feel like that kind of speaks to to how much you know about baseball because it's really a pretty irrelevant stat. Like the fact that you can come in pitch an inning, and your starter can go four and two thirds, he can't get a win, but you can. Like kind of weird, but yeah, how p- picks up a win? Kind of like a little moral victory, I guess. Happy for the guy. But, uh, yeah, Pavetta didn't look great in that one. Pavetta of late has been mildly concerning, mildly concerning. Thankfully, Salen, Salen uh, Avaldi, if I could think of his name, Salen Avaldi have looked great. Eddie's looking better. So I'm not, wanna, really, I'm not really nervous about it. But I want to talk about the rotation later um, when we talk about the wild card game mm-hmm. and a little bit of a sneak preview to that. Nate Avaldi mm-hmm. has looked good in a certain situation at a certain place this year. We'll talk about it a little later, but as Tanner Houck moves to the bullpen, it's also worth noting that I think it was yesterday. It could have been two days ago. Um, just had a mind block. Garrett Whitlock to the IL. Not great. Not great. That move. Uh, I think I don't want to speak words into existence. But he should be back for the playoffs from what I'm hearing. It's like a little impingement. Clausen. Um, did they ever consider not putting him on the injured reserve list and see if that worked? I'm sure that Alex Cora did consider that as one of the, the two options, the two options being put him on the injured list or not put him on the injured list. But I'm pretty sure that he is, in fact, injured, therefore – that is the list he should be on currently. Well, Alex I guess, Cora, Clausen. 
think about it this way. If you put him on the injured reserve list, you're admitting that he's injured. If you keep yeah. him off the list, then maybe it's just like a, I don't know. What are those things that um, it's like when your 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 mind, like your head, you make up a placebo. Yes. I don't think it's like that. Okay. But on the bird I side, I trust Alex Cora. Alex Cora did say that. I don't know if this is exact phrasing. He said he's not too worried about it. He said it's not like really that concerning. Gary Woodlock's just going to get some rest, like Gardner said. Could be, should be, hopefully will be back in time for uh, for the wild card game. But here's 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 what I'll say about Woodlock, real quick. I mean, obviously he's been our best reliever all year from start to finish. There have been times where guys have been better than him, but from April 1st to now, Garrett Whitlock has been the best reliever on this team. You can't even argue about it. But if you're a guy like Garrett Whitlock, you're a rookie on this team, you know, th- this injury is not something serious. What do they say? Like an, an impingement? Like, I mean, I don't even know what that really means. It sounds like a pulled muscle. What I read was right pectoral tightness. Oh, man, I have that every day after I do chest day. So if you're Garrett Whitlock, you know, you're a rookie on this team – First time in the playoffs, you're having this good of a season. I got to think that if you're even feeling better than like 50%, that you're going to be like, Cora, I'm ready to go. So I expect Willock to be out there. Okay. Maybe that would be the case. And Garrett Whitlock might try and rush himself back in. But you have to think about whether or not that's actually a good idea for him long-term. Because Garrett Whitlock, hopefully – is going to be on the Sox for a couple of years. And if he, I don't want him to force himself back into the bullpen before he's ready. And then all of a sudden that tightness turns into a tear, turns into a can't throw anymore, turns into a whole another year. He misses all of the 2021 or 2022 rather season. So. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I don't think it's that serious. Yeah. But if you're going to, you don't rush back from an injury. If you're a pitcher, you take your time because all of a sudden it goes from a not serious injury like this is right now to holy shit, Garrett Willock looked pretty good his rookie year. Too bad he got hurt and was never the same after. So I'd rather I'd rather just not not deal with that and go without Garrett Whitlock for however long Garrett Whitlock needs to be on the IL. Um once we're wrapping this up, I got I got something to say. Cool. Sorry, I'm just dying of the black plague over here. Wrapping um, what up? This Garrett Whitlock. Oh, segment. That's all I got on. That. Yeah, I don't yeah, have I don't, too much I, more I, on him. Like, I'm, I'm an, all I'm gonna say is I. One thing I saw on Twitter was that he's been watching a lot of Bruins hockey. So confirmed was, tough guy. I was just about to ask, what do you think the the treatment is for right pectoral? Do you think it's like rest? Do you think he's able to like still lift and throw and stuff like that, or do you think he's on like bed rest here? I would say, if I had to guess, I'm not a PT major, nor am I um, a doctor. <laughs> Dr. Steve? But if I had to say, I'd say it'd be some combination of heat, ice, and rest. In what order? I could not tell you. But I can't imagine he's throwing off a mound right now. Well, yeah. I mean, I get part of it was, I mean, if you don't want to do strenuous activity, then you probably wouldn't want to get off your couch and go to the grocery store. 
So Garrett Whitlock, I assume that you're listening. Do I have the solution for you? Instacart is an online grocery delivery app that allows you to handpick a variety of fresh foods and products. Forget that ingredient. You need to make your famous dish while watching the socks, or you have right pectoral tightness and can't make it to the grocery store. Order it through Instacart. Delivery straight to your door in as fast as an hour. Can shop multiple stores, see details in your area that will help you save money. And every item is hand selected at the store to fit even the most specific needs. They always handle with care to make sure everything gets to you in one piece. And please, people, I am on my hands and knees. If you have not started your summer celebration yet, order your first delivery. Jesus, your first delivery. (laughs) Order over $35 via Instacart will be free shipping if you use the link in our show notes. Terms apply, of course. But if you do follow that link in our show notes can help support the gun bridge boys instacart never step foot in a grocery store again Woo! yeah if you haven't started your if you haven't sparked your summer celebration yet at this point you're running out of time kid fall solstice was yesterday we have been begging you to spark if you're going to spark anything it's got to be the summer celebration and it's got to be soon because it's got it's got to be soon that window it's, it's already closing. tight. It's already tight right now, and it's getting even tighter. It's technically, uh, technically, of course, seasons it is over. No, it's never over. It's never over, but it's tightening. It's it's very tight. It's tight. It's it's tight. Tight, tight, tight. Yeah. So, um, Garrett Whitlock, all banged up, is old what it is. Up. All banged up. Big hockey guy. Uh, yeah, you know, Devers, that game, all three for five action. Bogarts, four RBIs. We talk about a little uh, Jose Iglesias here, too. I mean, I want to call up uh, – the, the MLB is lucky that we're recording this after business hours because I want to call him up and I got to be like, hey, what's this whole conspiracy theory about, you know, you making this rule about guys getting added to the roster after September 1st not being able to play in the postseason? I mean, that rule seems to be exclusively made just to keep Jose the tank Iglesias out of the playoffs. I mean, do you think that they have a, like an answering machine? Is there some kind of tape that we can record on where that nice, lovely lady from however many episodes ago it was can listen back to it tomorrow and give us a, a call back, shoot us a call again tomorrow? Because Jose Iglesias, the man, has been hot with us. He's been hot. And you might say that, you know, He's just playing out of his shoes because he, he's a man with nothing to lose for. Nothing to lose. And a man with nothing to lose is possibly the most dangerous man there can be. Yeah, And I think you're right. It is a conspiracy. It's like birds aren't real and Jose Iglesias is out of the playoffs. Like, birds go hand, they go hand in, hand in hand. Clawson? Birds definitely aren't real. Don't fight me on it. All right. You ever okay. seen a big okay. pigeon? Nope. That's a, good, that's a good point. People aren't talking about that. So this begs the question. Jose Iglesias, he's helping you win ball games right now. He is. It, 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 no it, no it, one's all right. Steve, Steve, I'm not I'm not arguing with you. Uh, you shouldn't? I'm not. Because that's an uphill battle, bud. <laughs> yeah. Jose Man, Iglesias I'm... is helping us win ball games right now. But Christian Arroyo needs some ABs because he's going to be the guy at second base come playoff time. 
yeah, it's kind of a tough situation right now because the Red Sox have kind of found their starting lineup. And even though we still have like 10 guys who can start at nine spots and it's still like one guy sits out a night, like when we went to the game, Schwarber was out last night, Bobby was out, kind of rotates through, maybe Renfro's out for a night, Kike's out. But you get a guy like Christian Arroyo back. Now, is he the best bat in the lineup? No. No, he's he's definitely not the best bat in the lineup. Is he the most clutch hitter in that lineup? Yes. Some could say. I don't know if I would, but you I would could. argue he's top two and not two. As of late? As of late, we haven't seen him because he he got baptized at first base and then uh got COVID like pretty badly and was pretty sick. But Christian Arroyo, <laughs> we we talked about this, I think. Three, what's up? Nothing. I don't know if you uh, could just hear that. Excuse me. Yeah, you I, I did hear that. A little sneeze action. Yeah. Ah, man. We're all sick up here. I don't know what's going I'm on. I'm not sick. Yeah. Hassan simply does not get Hassan's immune system just far superior to everybody else's. But uh, what I was going to say is, is it begs the question in a wild card game, and we talked about this, and I'm going to bring it up real quick. I just want to touch on it because we've got – what do we have? We're going to have to figure out what we want to do for episodes before the wild card game, but we probably only have one or two more beforehand. Do you, would you rather have Christian Arroyo in that lineup for defensive stability? Because then you can put Verdugo in left, Kike in center, Hunter in right. I mean, that's your best defensive team. Or do you take him out to put Bobby Dahlbeck or Kyle Schwarber in the lineup? And then you got to put JD or Schwarber in left field. What are you, what are you rocking with here for a one game wild card? You, we, I feel like we've talked about this so much over the past few weeks. And my answer changes every single time we talk about it. But right now, and like, it sucks because the guy I'm leaving off has been doing really well as of late. There's no denying that he's been doing pretty well. But you can't take Kike out of center field because he, I mean, he got the guy out last night. He, Leads us in outfield assists by what seems like a lot. And no, he doesn't. I, Renfro. I feel like he, I think Kike has more than Renfro. No, Kike missed he can't. No, I don't know. Look it up. All Maybe right. I'm wrong. I'll fact check you, but keep going. Maybe I'm wrong. But Hunter Renfro leads the, the American League. Even all right. So even if Hunter Renfro does, in fact, lead the American However, League, however, Kike's in eighth. So and there's Verdugo's all, in seventh. There's been a lot of situations well first of all kike missed a lot of time because of covid uh, at least like a couple games so he was also hurt for a little bit of time there too yeah in so i mean like probably outfield assist per game kike probably has it there hunter also will just test his arm constantly and like ignore cutoffs i don't think i see kike doing that a whole lot where he just will airmail throw because he knows he's got a gun but if you're gonna start kike anywhere it's got to be in center field your only second baseman eligible for the postseason roster is currently Christian Arroyo. And I think Christian Arroyo is going to do well. I think he's done well this entire year. He's missed a lot of time. He's a guy that misses a lot of time. That's just the way it is. But every time he comes back, he kind of reintegrates himself into that starting position at second base pretty well. Left field, I feel like it's got to be either J.D. or Schwarber just because you can't not start J.D. And you can't not start Schwarber just because they're two of your 
best bats in this lineup. And then Hunter Renfro deserves the right field spot. So if you're going to leave anybody out, I feel like right now it has to be Alex Verdugo. Maybe there's a way that there's advanced analytics that you can play the matchup. Klaassen's shaking his head right now, but I, I'm pretty sure this is the way it has to be. Alex Verdugo is the guy out of the lineup? Yeah, I, think. I don't, I'm not confident with him playing center either. If you're trying to like put him in center and Kike at second base, I don't love Alex Verdugo's play in center field. I, I agree with you half. I agree with you half. If they're facing a lefty, let's say Hinjin Ryu or the Yankees aren't going to throw a lefty out there on the mound. It's going to be either Cole or it's going to be Cole or Cole for the Yankees. Um, I half agree with you. I think if it is a lefty who they're facing, I think it could definitely be Verdugo because the only other guy who could sit out would be Schwarber. But I think you want Schwarber in the lineup over Verdugo. And if it's a righty, I think it's either Hunter Renfro or Bobby Dalvik. So, Clausen, what do you think? Let's let's hear what your take is. Um, I mean, I feel like it's you can't at some level the best. So I think we all realize that the best offensive lineup is not the best defensive lineup. I think the best offensive lineup is a fairly poor defensive lineup because the very, way that you describe it, very poetic. Well, yeah. no, I'm just saying, like the way that you described it is like JD, and then you have Schwarber. And then who is in center for you? Renfro? Yeah. No, no Verdugo like that, would be. That offensive outfield is two liabilities on the corner and a guy who never plays center field. Well, you don't need – well, who's your DH in that situation if you have JD and – Well, you take – you put JD at DH. Okay. Then and then you the can make the case – Who's the other liability at the opposite corner? Schwarber. No, you just said JD's at DH, so – you if could put Verdugo in the center. Well, all right. So what I'm saying is, if you put JD at DH, you slide Verdugo, I guess, into center field, and then your only solid position is right field. Yeah, you want to the, you want to keep Kike in center. I mean, ideally, you'd like to. I I would be fine with taking Schwarber out of the lineup for games that you can't do that, or games that you have to put Kike in center, which sucks. I'd rather him be in the lineup, but in terms of a defensive standpoint. You can't whack on defense in the playoffs. Like you're just going to get burnt. So you're saying that you would rather sit Kyle Schwerber than Alex Verdugo? Yeah. Defensively, that makes a lot more sense. And I think defense is something you can't sacrifice in the playoffs because imagine you have a, like just some, some nonsense play and neither of them are very sound defensively. Alex Verdugo has made his handful of errors Kyle Schwarber in his career has not been the best defensive player, but if you allow one of those miscues in the playoffs where it goes over somebody's head, somebody misses a cutoff throw, somebody throws it in the crowd, God forbid again, that's a run or two that you can't afford to lose, especially in a wild card game. Look, I respect your opinion, but I I don't think that an outfield of – I don't think Doug, sitting Dougie is, like, the worst thing in the world. I think it's honestly the best – like, the your, your best option, because you're saying that obviously you have to start either J.D. in left or Schwarber in left. I would personally start uh, J.D. in left over Schwarber. I think that he knows the wall a little bit better. <clears throat> He's had a lot more opportunities to – 
play the left field at Fenway. <clears throat> Excuse me. He's had a lot more opportunities to play the left field in Fenway. And he just knows it a lot better. Left field in Fenway is where you just, you have historically stuck not great defenders. Whether it was Hanley Ramirez, Manny Ramirez, even Andrew Benatendi is an average defender at best. Mike Carp too. People forget about him. So who was Johnny Gomes? Yeah, Johnny Gomes. Actually, he was one of the better ones out there. He wasn't too bad out there. So I just don't think that – I just don't think that you can leave Schwarber or J.D. out. Yeah, well, I don't know. There's a lot to consider. We've talked about this so many times. I want to put a poll up on Instagram or Twitter, see who the people think will sit out. And I can guarantee you – I can guarantee you we're going to have this conversation once the offseason starts, once again – because the other guy, you got to bring in the mix. What is going on? Is that the airplane? Wow. That was so much louder on your end than it was on my end. You hear that? Well, too, it hasn't reached your end yet. You think it's going? How do you know it's coming towards me? Yeah. I, I mean. Well, I mean, it was. It seemed like it was coming that away, and you live that away. Clawson and I live, like, right next to each other. Steve's kind of other end of town. For reference, when Clawson said that way, he pointed in a direction. And then when he said that way again, he pointed in the same exact direction as the first time. You got to th- you gotta think that's the Yan- like the Yankees trying to sabotage their show. He, one would think. All right, let's, let's keep the train moving. Game three, of the or- game three at the Orioles. We fucking won. Who cares? It's the Orioles. We swept I care, their Steve. Shit. A win is a win. A yeah, win yeah. We win. swept their shit just like we were supposed yeah. to. Yeah. All right. We I had said. a couple. We blew the lead, though. We blew a little lead to the Orioles. And G Man Richards got a save. Look, man. All I care a dub's a dub's a dub's a dub. As I the, said to Clawson, the, the Sour concern you. Sour is the least of my worries right now. If, right. If, if the if you're a Sox fan in the forefront of your mind is whether Sawman is really going to be able to hold down the shit in the bullpen come wild card time, then you got your priorities all mixed up, bud. You got no idea what's going on, what which way's up and which way's down. If that's your first priority, I'll tell you that much. Agreed. So what happened? What? What happened? Month? What? Yeah. No. What? 14? What? 14? What? I don't know. All right. And then that leads us into the Mets series. Like we already said, it was a little two-game. It was a little, little two-game sweep. A little dinky two-game sweep. It's like, you know, a two-game sweep? It's like, you know, you got the four-game – you got the three-game sweep, and you got the four-game sweep. That's like a full-size broom. You could even say that four-game sweep, that might be a push broom. That's like, whoa, you're, you're sweeping that shit. That let me tell you. Let me oh, – oh, 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 let me fit, let me finish my little analogy here. Oh, oh, two go, go game sweep. It. That's like a little dustpan handle broom. That's all that is. It's just a little. That's a little flick of the wrist. You just sweep that shit into the dustpan and you put it in the trash because that's a two gamer against the Mets. And what you know, it was a waste of time essentially. Yeah, I was gonna say if you're going out for ice cream, you know, you get a nice little cone, a regular cone or whatever you like. That's a three game sweep right there. You know, that's that's good stuff. If you get the four-game sweep, you're getting a jumbo Sunday. You know, that that's awesome. Why would you ever go out for ice cream when you have Instacart? I don't know. 
I don't know. You got to see your good, good friend, point. Andrew Gardner, scooping that shit out of his place. Hell yeah. And I'll tell you stories about Garrett Cole knocking over his mailbox. So you get the four game sweep. That's the jumbo brownie Sunday with a banana on top or a cherry. I don't know what kind of fruit they give you. The two game sweep is like, you go to the ice cream store and they're like, Hey, all we got is popsicles. And you're like, all right, I guess I'll take it. Like, I'm not going to complain because popsicles still good, but it's not, you know, you know what I'm getting at. Ah, sorry. Nobody wants a popsicle. Yeah. But like, if you're offered a popsicle, you'll take it. Right. Of course. Yeah. But like, you don't actively go out for a popsicle. When was the last time you actively went to try to buy a popsicle? Like at an ice cream shop or at no, a- just like or- in general. Like, I mean, maybe you have a mine like, around at home. I like popsicles in the summer. Yeah. Yeah, like they're freeze good. pops. Those aren't too bad. Yeah, they're good. But I guess if you're going to an ice cream shop, that's a whole other thing. Um, but anyway, yeah, the Mets, the Mets did the Mets. The Mets, who are now five games under 500 and just epically collapsed after the trade deadline, quite hilariously. Um, this is a team that was supposed to be good. They were supposed to be good, and their lineup and then they is got, pretty good. They got Javier Baez. He's. I don't know. I don't like Javier Baez, but he's... I don't either. He's right. the most overrated player in baseball. Yeah, but even if he's overrated, he's still all right. No, he's still decent. I mean, you don't have Jacob deGrom. You got Stroman. Whatever. It's like we, we, they're irrelevant. Though the Mets are so just... Who cares? We beat them twice. whoop de doo Now we get yeah. the Yankees for three, and we get Baltimore for three, and we got the Nats for three. Real quick before we do the season or the series preview against the Yankees and the Orioles. Yankees, Orioles, Nats. Okay. So real quick. Wait. So. All right. We'll talk more about this after the show, what we want to do for episode wise, but um, real quick, people aren't talking about this really, but Kyle Schwarber hit an absolute bomb, like three quarters of the way up into the bleachers in center field. And I think it went past the Red Sea. I definitely did not. You don't think so? No, it definitely didn't. That's just Fenway deceiving you. No, it didn't because even if that ball went, what did they list it at? Like 470? Four, no, it wasn't. Even, it was like 440. 440? Really? I, was, 40. I actually thought they listed it at like 458, but no. I just gave, I juiced it up a little bit. Even if it did go 500 feet, it still wouldn't be in the same row as the Red Sea because the Red Sea is factually 700 feet. We apart. forgot to even talk about this last episode, but we said next time we go to Fenway, we're going to bring a tape measure. And like, no. Measure. Well, no. We're going to bring a range finder. Well, no. You guys are missing the big point. We were talking to Steve Peralt because we now assume he's going to be at Fenway much more with his new gig. And we said... Okay, that's public, right? Yeah. All right. I mean, him having a new gig isn't... I, I did the same thing. I kept it on the on the down. If, if you haven't if you haven't figured out what Steve Peral is doing Steve at this Peral, point, go check Twitter. Yeah, you're living under. We're it. not going to be the ones to tell you. Anyways, they should, um, they should not. We said, Steve, you should bring a tape measure out. And no, we were all kind he, of we were all kind of laughing. He said he he's going to bring a tape measure out. And then we all said that that everybody kind of agreed that, that was a ridiculous thing to do to just walk a tape measure from home plate to the red seat. And then somebody had the idea of a rangefinder. Yeah, I said, you're going to need a rangefinder, kid. And he said, that's a lot more practical. It makes a lot more sense. It's an easier solution. 
somebody, if you're going to the Sox soon and you're listening to this, bring a rangefinder, go up to the red seat, and let us know how far it is. Do it. I wonder if, I wonder if like you tried to bring a rangefinder in because you have to go through security. Like, I yeah. wonder if you would just be like wished away and interrogated in the back to be like, what were you going to do with this? I think they would shoot you. Weren't gonna, you weren't going to measure the red seat, were you? They'd take I think you out they, back. They you know that? Go, they would go, sir, you've been selected to be our special winner for today. And then they'd bring you into a room, put a bag over your head, and shoot you. You know that meme where it's like the astronaut looking at the Earth and the guys behind him is like, always, always has been? Yeah. You're like, it's that's gonna... not 503. And, and then... the guy's like, never has been. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna make that after the show. That's a that's a good idea. Um, so yeah, so we got three, three games against the Yanks. The Yankees. Yep. And then we got three against Baltimore. And then you guys will hear from us after that series, and then we'll talk about the final series right after that. Yep. So I said this to Clausen. I think it was episode fifty when you left early. I did. I said to Clausen, I said, "Look, man." Strength of schedule to finish out the year is garbage. These guys, it's, these, these teams that we're playing right now are absolute bush league. If we can't come out of here with a decent enough record, I forget what it was. It was like 14 and nine or something. I was like, we don't come out of here with a 14 and nine record to finish out the season. Then like, we don't deserve a wild card spot. So far we've been taking care of business. All I'm really looking for, like, I want to sweep against the Yankees. Don't get me wrong. But you take two out of three against the Yankees, you fucking shove shit up the garbage-ass Orioles again because they suck and don't even deserve to be a franchise in this great league that we've established. And then you play the, the Nats that literally had a fire sale at at the All-Star break and sold off anybody even worth looking at if you're a Nationals fan. Besides Juan Soto. Yeah, besides Juan Soto and maybe Steven Strasburg, but his arm is bound to blow up again one of these days. So, so it's a matter like, of time, folks. Just clean the shit up. Uh, look, something's still in play. I'm not going to say it because I'm not a jinx like Gardner, but you whoa, look at the whoa, schedule. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're a jinx. You, yeah. look at the, you look at the schedule. Something's still in play. Uh, uh, we'll see. Well, Steve, it uh, might be, it might be. It's a play. It's a play. It's got a little wiggle room too. It's got a little bit of wiggle room. A little bit of wiggle room. It's in play. If you don't know what I'm talking about, maybe go back, listen to our season predictions episode. Let me know what you. Hear. Oh wow, I was completely thinking of something else. No, nope. we got a little bit of wiggle room for that. It's still in play. We can. It's still in play, Steve. You're gonna look like a genius if that's true. You know, you just take two out of three against the Yankees and then you fucking get the shit out of the fucking your way. You just get it out of the way. You push it out of your way into that top wild card spot and you finish with a nice, pretty record that somebody may have said that you were going to have. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Um, yeah, you got to take – If here's the thing. If you go six and three to end the season, you, you will make the playoffs. There is – no possible way. It's actually not possible that the Yankees and the Blue Jays both go eight and one and make up that ground. It's not possible. You know why? They play each other. They play each other. It's mathematically not possible. So if you take even, even if you lose 
two out of three to the Yankees, and then you take five out of six from the Orioles and the, and the Nationals, you're going to get into the wild card. It's going to happen. Now, the, what are you laughing about, Clausen? You alive? <laughs> Keep going. Okay. 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 Well, um, that was weird. All right. Seriously, terrible. <clears throat> Would have to happen for a future where the Sox don't make the playoffs to be possible. It would have to be the most dystopian of timelines in all of the, the butterfly effect timeline branch. This, that would be the most dystopian one. Certainly what are would. you laughing at, Clausen? <laughs> what is Gardner, Gardner is dying over there. Okay, I literally have like the plague. I have a bad cough and I'm muting myself. I don't want to hear it. Very respectable of you. Yeah, I'm not blowing listeners' ears out. I'm just not doing that. I'm not playing that game. Today. Oh, you know what? Listeners should do with their ears. New slogan. Gone bridge. Plug it in your ears. Plug it in, yeah. Plug it in your ears. I don't even like the ears part. I just like plug it in, yeah. Plug it in, yeah. Gone bridge. Plug it in, yeah. Hell yeah. Well, I like turn on the lights better. All right. Well, let's move on from that. Don't listen to episode six or seven or whatever that was from. Don't listen to anything before episode like 10. 10. Anything. Actually, no. Eight and nine were good. I don't remember that. Bauer's secret stuff. and Oh, Gibbons. Bauer's secret stuff's a great episode, actually. Yeah. Anything before we were on section 10, just don't listen to it, please. That's the rule. Steve's coughing over here, too, and he's not catching any slack. What is this crap? UNH flu. UNH flu is certainly real. Please get me medicine. Um, Oxygen. Oh, so anyway, who are we throwing this series? We've got Eovaldi tomorrow. Dub. We've got. In Fenway? That's where Evo likes to throw, but you see his home away splits? They're different. They are different. So I will say no Chris Sale in the series against the Yankees. We got Eovaldi Friday, Pavetta Saturday. Eddie Sunday. Obviously, they're rolling with the the three man or four man rotation the rest of the way. Um, dub, so dub, dub. I'm calling two out of three. There goes Andrew Garner again. All right, get out of here. Um, I'm, I got I got two out of three. You got two out of three. Which one are they losing? The first one. You think? Yeah. Is that and then, and then is that a wild like, is that a wild card matchup? And then preview? everybody's gonna panic. A little bit and be like, no, I take it back. They're not going to lose the first one. No. They're gonna lose the Against first. Garrett Cole on a Friday night in Fenway after you give up 10 to the Guardians? Yeah, happening. no, they're not They're not going to lose the first one. I take it back. That was rash of me. That was rash of me. They're going to lose the third one. And once we lose the third one, everybody's going to be like, okay, do we keep going with the yellow unis? And the answer is not right away. But for the wild card game, you fucking yeah, you, you start that engine up again. You wearing the yellow jerseys in the wild card game. Yeah, if you so got if you, you lose to run three it. against the Yankees. You gotta run it until the train until the wheels fall off. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you lose game three against the Yankees, everybody's gonna panic a little bit, but like, what do we do with the yellow jerseys? Do we keep wearing them? Do we not? You take a couple games off, you take the two series off, and then you come back. Come right, come right back at the wild card game, the L Unis. 
I like it. Um, so yeah, game two, Nestor Cortez versus Nick Pavetta. And game three, we got Eddie Rodriguez versus Jordan Montgomery. So honestly, we'll see what happens. And then you got Baltimore again. I don't even care who's pitching. You got to sweep them. You got to sweep them. Have to. You got to. Actually, it's not even a question. Yeah, um, because if you if you get two out of three against the Yankees and then you sweep the Orioles and you sweep the Nationals, something good happens. What's that, Steve? You get the top wild card spot. You get the top wild card spot. How important is it for this team to play in Fenway? So in wild card game, you wildly think so? important, especially based on matchup. If like Yankee Stadium, I feel like we could come in there and shove if we really had to. Like, I feel like the Sox kind of like playing in Yankee Stadium. Loki, you got guys like Rafael Devers that kind of just shove at Yankee Stadium. But if you go to Toronto, I don't I don't see that going well for us. If if we have to play in Toronto for a one a one game playing. Yeah, wouldn't be a fan of that. And I will say this, I would rather play the Yankees than the Blue Jays. I absolutely would too. I feel like that's a no-brainer, especially at, in Fenway or in Toronto. It doesn't matter either way, because the Blue Jays love to hit home runs at Fenway Park. They love it. Vladimir Guerrero fucking swings think- that wagon around and hits a balls like it's his job onto the mass pike, bro. Dude, swinging for the downs every at bat. <laughs> Fuck you, Clawson. Without the sound, it's just so funny. With the sound, it's like, oh, shit, he's sick. Without the sound, it's like, <laughs> it's just, yeah, right. I don't even want to see it. It's just too funny. Go check the Instagram. I just put up a new post. Oh, you did? Yeah. Of uh, the thing that I said I was going to make. That was fast. That was fast. Yeah. What do you think? Um. So, yeah, Red Sox. <laughs> That's that's a keeper. Isn't that a good one? You like that? <laughs> I do like that. <laughs> Can we put that on Twitter too? You you should have oh, it's already up, buddy. Seat. You should have put the red seat on Earth, though. Kind of dropped the ball on that one. Oh, that's a good that's a good point. Or that's a good, you know, not point. Idea. Whatever. You delete it and put it back up real quick. No, no. Come on, dude. That's the whole meme though. No, it. People already liked it, though. They'll like it even more once you fix it. All right. Well, now I'm now I gotta delete it. So, you guys, um, this is gonna look stupid. It's not gonna look stupid. The only like there's three people liked it, and two of them were me and Clawson. All right. Well, um, we're not pulling in fucking thousands of people over here. Somebody can see a red seat meme twice, and they'll like it. I would hope so. Um, yeah, so I had the A's and the, the Mariners. I don't want to hear it. They're done. Um, so it's between the Red Sox, the Yankees, and the Blue I don't Jays. know, man. No, they're not. I think the Mariners sneaky could do it. No, they're sneaky not going to do it. I don't think that they will, but they could. Um, so basically, yeah, nine games left. We'll see what can happen. It's going to be crazy. going to be just – off the chains baseball um and yeah we'll see what happens it's gonna be a a heck of a ride heck of a series this weekend i would argue that this is the biggest red sox yankees regular season series in the past decade 
the past decade i'd have to really look at yeah. it but no 18 was pretty pretty serious i feel like the tension between the two teams was bigger in 2018 but the implications yeah. in this one is bigger because at well, the time at the time it was five and a half when we played them in that four game series at Fenway, when Steve Pierce decided to turn into Jesus Christ himself, it was five and a half. And people were like, well, if the Yankees sweep, it could become one and a half. And this one, it's like, if the Yankees take two out of three, it could become one. So I feel like the implications are bigger in this one, but the overall hype was bigger in 18. Easy. Easy. Money. Um. So yeah, so we'll see see what happens there, and and you guys got anything else before we start throwing it into our other uh, other segments here? Uh, no. All right. Um, Clausen, you got any notes for us? I actually have two this week. Hell yeah! Ooh, wow. Surprising. Um, I saw an interesting stat today. The Cardinals have ripped off twelve straight games. Somehow. Somehow that's gone just unnoticed to most people. I figured that would be bigger news. It, it however, has not gone unnoticed to me. <laughs> however, and this stat is something that I think Steve Brady will like quite well. The last time they won 12 games in a row, you know what happened? We they won the, the World, World Series? Series. They went to the World Series. Did they lose? I think so. To the Boston Red Sox? Definitely not. Oh. I think this was like 86. They haven't won 12 games since 86? In a row? I mean, <laughs> I th- they've certainly won 12 games in a season every year. Clausen, if you could be so kind as to let me branch off on this note a little bit, I would love that. Hold on. All right, definitely not 1986 because that was Sox-Mets. There's no way. Yeah, I was going to say that was can – I, can I say one th- – well, actually, Steve, you talk first and then I'll kind of branch off from where you're going. So – Somebody made another prediction preseason, and he's been known to be okay at that. Had something to do with the Cardinals. Had something to do with the San Diego Padres. Wait, is this the same guy who said the Dodgers were going to get off to a really slow and injured start? Yeah, and then they did. Yeah, they did. I also said, oh, fuck. (laughs) He also said that Shohei Otani – had a pretty decent shot at winning MVP this year. Cardinals. I'm just going to say it actually, because that's how confident I am. Wow. The Cardinals. I said it at the beginning of the season that they were going to finish this season with a better record than the San Diego Padres. And currently, and hold on. When I said that two people laughed at me, they laughed directly in my face. They said, ha ha, you idiot. That's a terrible take. It was these two. It was Andrew Gardner and Alex Lawson. But now the Cardinals are six games up on the Padres, and they are looking good for a wild card spot. So, a couple series oh, left. Who's, no. Who's, we'll see. I'll say this. The Padres are 1,000% not making the playoffs. And the fact that their final, like, six series were against, like, the Dodgers twice, the Giants twice, the Braves, and the Cardinals – I mean, they got thrown into the fire. They're not making the playoffs. The whole Tatis and Machado thing, I I think, was kind of blown up in proportion a little bit. I don't think it's that big of a deal. But the Padres are not making the playoffs. I I hate to tell you if we have any Padres fans, but they're not making the playoffs. Not not too bad of a take, huh? 
No, not at all. Klaus? Um, the other thing, my accounting professor is quite the guy. Um, oh. Gardner knows. He says oh. some out-of-pocket things sometimes. Certainly. And he was uh, apparently he's a huge Sox fan. And I think he used to have season tickets. So he used to go to games all the time. I did not know that. Yeah, I don't think he goes to him anymore. I think he is. I think his wife made him give up his season tickets. Um, sad, sad. However, er, at least maybe he still has them. He just hasn't gone in like two years because of COVID. I don't know. But he was asking us who's who's been to Fenway this year, and I raised my hand and I said I was there on Friday, and uh, and he said, and I quote, "Well, he asked me how it was. I told him it was fun, and then he said." Am I, and I quote, did you get cuffed and stuffed? <laughs> that I, sounds about right. <laughs> put it in layman's terms, did you get arrested at Fenway? And I said, fortunately not. Drunk and arrested. Huh? Well, actually, no. Actually, no. I said, he said, have you ever gotten cuffed and stuffed at Fenway? I said, not yet. So you're expecting to? There's a, I mean, I don't want to rule. I don't want to say that there's a 0% chance. All right. You predict the future, but that's not great. Yeah, I don't, I'd rather not get arrested at Fenway. But yeah, no, I don't. I don't blame you. That'd be bad for the brand. That would be bad. For, <laughs> actually, any publicity is good publicity. I'd argue there's bad publicity. There was a viral video of me getting arrested in a Gone Bridge T-shirt. People might check out Gone Bridge. They might. They might. Our reputation might go down, but they might. It's like I'd when be- Dave. It's like when Dave Portnoy stormed the NFL offices when Tom Brady got suspended. We, we would just be really locked into Gone Bridge and any other future opportunities might get a little snuffed out. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least for Clawson. But yeah. um, we, we, got some, we got some questions. Dude, from Matt? Dude, we have questions from people other than Matt, too. Holy shit. What did we used to call this? I know it's called Ask or Matt talking with Matt. Questions it used to be, from no, Matt. It, used to be, it, it was a name and then it was questions with Matt. But we're bringing back Ask Gone Bridge. Oh my god! I know it's been a minute. Do we want to save the math questions just because, like, this is we have actual questions from other yeah, people? Yeah, give, give me two non maths right now, and then one math. Sure, give me a math too. Yeah. Okay, we have uh, do do do. We have like eight questions, seven or eight questions. So I'll, I will save some of these for the coming weeks. Have you seen? Have you guys seen any of these? I yeah, I've read like three of them. All right. Um, let's see here. We'll do one because I feel like it relates well to what we were talking about earlier. Uh, this one comes in from Bowski. Shout out. Shout out. Um, he said, who looks the sauciest in the new yellow socks threads? Dougie. Hmm. I was going to yeah. say Kike. That's a good answer, too. I think Dougie does. They're both up there. Yeah. Say Bogarts. It's fair. Bogarts that, looks good in everything. Everybody looks good. Can I, can I say a quick hot take on the yellow jerseys? Yeah. I would rather have those BR away alternates than the blue ones. I don't like the blue ones. I, I like the blue ones. I just I really, love the blue ones. Yeah, I don't I like, like the blue ones. I like the blue better than the red. What? No, no. that's a terrible take, That's too. a bad take. Personal style. No, not good. Hot take. Um, Bring back the green jerseys more than just on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Uh, eh, no, I don't really. Not eh, whatever. Um, one of these I want to save for next week because I think it'll play out better next week. Uh, the next question comes in from it's a girl. I just need to find her name. Oh, Jess. It's a girl. Why are you Jess. doing Jess? Um, 
She said, which one of you is taking over Steve's spot on Section 10? Steve. I mean, naturally, you would think it would be Steve. My name's yeah. Steve. I'm a producer. Just kind of fits. Naturally, you'd think that he would slide in there and nobody would notice. Yeah, especially if it was dark. Yeah, listening to podcasts in the dark just makes things way more confusing. It's true. Yeah. Steve, are you actually going to Section 10? Um, my lawyer has advised me to forego any questions. Okay. If you need to ask me a question, I'm going to have to uh, direct you to him. All right. We can talk about it after the show, I guess. I, I was not made aware of this. Yeah. Um, and then we have one question from Matt, too. Is it baseball related? I sure hope not. <laughs> Buddy. <laughs> it's not baseball related. Um, let's see. Actually, he gave us two. We'll save one for next week, too. Uh, he said... What what's your favorite kind of cereal? Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Special K, Cocoa Puffs. Top three. No no particular order. My top um, sorry, go ahead, Clausen. I'm not really a cereal guy, so I just gotta go cinnamon toast crunch, I guess. All right. My top three, miss. my top three. Apple Jacks. Cinnamon. Was that a good or a bad like grown? I've never had Apple Jacks before. Apple Jacks are gas. Life Cinnamon, two. Third, Captain Crunch. Raisin Bran's also really good. Call me call me what you want. I think it's good. You're squid. All right. Um, also, a question on cereal. Is it weird to mix cereals? <laughs> that question just had me so it, taken aback. It's not that weird. Breath. If you think it's weird, it's not that weird. It depends what cereals you're mixing. All right, like a Cheerios and a Cinnamon Life. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Then it just becomes like the, the Cheerios get a little cinnamony. No, if you're mixing like fruit flavored cereal and like chocolate flavored cereal. No, no, I think no, no, you no. Could Probably be instituted. No, it has to be a smart mix. Institutionalized, excuse me. <laughs> it has to be a smart mix. You can't be throwing like yeah, cocoa puffs and apple jacks. Then you go to jail for that. But like a cinnamon with like a like a a light fruit or a, a very grainy cereal. I think that plays. Dude, if you mix, like, person that mixes fruit-flavored cereal and chocolate-flavored cereal, I mean, dude, I'd call that a cereal killer. Oh! Good stuff. Anyway. Um, all right. Alex Core oh. Impact Player of the Week? Xander Bogarts. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because he was pretty solid. In the Orioles series, and then he won us the first game against the Mets. He's just been pretty solid. I mean, you could give it to a guy like Kyle Schwarber. Uh, Big Bob had a good series against the Orioles. Didn't play last night, though. So kind of makes him ineligible. Chris Sale pitched really well the other night. Probably just goes Xander Bogarts all around. He made the announcement that the Sox were going to continue to wear the yellow jerseys until the wheels fall off. Gives you Xander Bogarts like a, a 0.77. Awesome. Um, I'll go Chris Sale just because the man refuses not to deal, and he also hasn't cut up the yellow jerseys yet. <laughs> so for that, I'm going to give him 
a point seven seven. Fuck, dude. <laughs> Is that not the same score? It's exactly the same score. Nice. Well, I'm going Jose Iglesias this week. Man's been on a mission. And because of that, I'm going to give him a point seven seven. Point seven sevens across the board. Make so, that a graphic. Haven't made an outscoring player of the I'll, week graphic in a while. I'll make that a graphic this week. Hook that we one up. Also, speaking of graphics, one graphic that we haven't posted in a long time was a fantasy baseball update. Oh, yeah. We lost. We lost. We're out. We made, we made the playoffs, but we lost. In the yeah, first we got round. booted in the first round because our pitching staff sucks. Yeah. When Michael Pineda is your ace, good things aren't going to happen. So we're on to Cincinnati. All right. You guys have anything uh, fun? Yellow jerseys are fun. That's what I got. In my game. Oh, yeah? Um, Chris Bassett returns to the mound tonight. Apparently, he got hit in the face about a month ago. Arch nemesis. Oh, yeah, old, from MLB The Show. The old baseball to the face really really takes you out for a little bit. But he's back. Yeah. He's back. Love to see it. Uh, for me this week, I have two things. First off, Anthony Ghost, former Blue Jays outfielder, Tigers outfielder, didn't realize he hadn't been in the bigs for five years, but he had made a comeback as a left-handed pitcher, which was crazy. There was another guy like that who was on the Nationals. I cannot think of his name. Uh, what was his name? Um, let me see if I can find this real quick. What was his name? I don't know who you're talking about because I wasn't listening to you. Sorry. Oh, gosh, it's on the tip of my tongue. It doesn't matter. Clearly, if it mattered, you would have remembered it. Uh, That's how I go into all my exams. If it matters, you'll remember it. Oh, Rick Ankeel. That's who it was. Rick Ankle? Rick Ankeel. Ankle? Yeah. Rick Ankle. Um, The other thing I have this week was – Jazz Chisholm hitting a home run, hitting the Euro step on home plate, and then the pitcher striking him out, and then he hits a Euro step. That's Love funny. to see it. Would I have like jazz. To see it. Would have probably garnered a flag in the NFL, but taunting. I like jazz, smooth probably. jazz. Heck of a baseball player. Swaggy. Nothing, nothing you can't like about jazz. No, sir. All right. You guys got anything before we close out the ninth? Yeah, I know. I say that every time. All right. Close out the night. Cost? Um, yeah, I don't know. Socks are rolling. White's the new red. Yellow's the new red. There you go. I'm, I'm having some, some troubles with – somebody needs to Instacart me some, some brain cells here. I'm really struggling. <laughs> uh, here's what I got. You know, I've said it once, I'll say it again, and every time I say it, it's it's truthfully true. When the socks are hot, Gone Bridge is hot, and the listeners are hot. And right now, it seems like all three of those things are really lining up pretty well. Gone Bridge is certainly hot. The Red Sox are certainly, certainly hot. And you, the listeners, if you're listening right now, I can't imagine you're anything but hot. I can't so, imagine they're... Go so socks. Yeah, I was going to say, I can't imagine they're anything but hot this week, too, because we had our first giveaway. Oh, yeah. Giveaway a shirt. Shout Ooh, out to. What's his name? Nick? Max. No. S. 
No, it was Nick, I thought. I think it was Max S. Let's see. It was Max S. Steve, you're right. Wow. Go fuck yourself, Gardner. So congrats to him for winning that shirt. Look out. What? I don't know. Just figure it out, man. I just can't hear you. Just figure it out, man. Hello? What is going on? Can you not hear me? I can't hear you. Yes, you can. You're a liar. Oh, wait. Hold on. There we go. I hit a button. Sorry. What's up? Nothing. All right. Great. Um, Beyond that, I got nothing. Socks, kid. I'm going for a wild card here. Everything's going to be good. Clausen, what's up? <laughs> I don't know. what. <laughs> can I not laugh? You had this grin on your face the entire I show. I can't have emotion. All right, kids, we got places to be tonight. Let's wrap this up. Yeah. All right. Well, if you enjoyed what you're listening to, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Gonebridge and Instagram at Gonebridge Podcast. Don't forget and, to download and and TikTok. TikTok and TikTok now too at Gonebridge. Don't forget to download our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to them. We also appreciate the reviews on Apple Podcasts. And we will be back next week with episode 53. See ya! What did you say our new slogan should be? Turn on the lights. This is Gone Bridge. All right, get out of here with that. I remember I texted you guys too. I was like, I got this great idea. It was not. Yeah, good... it was just like, it's a slogan. It's not an intro. It's just gone bridge. Plug it in your ears. Hell yeah.